0: Greeting, Earthlings. Welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown After Dark. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. This will be our fifth After Dark special where we watch a cartoon that is 100% not made for kids, and this time we're going to do a Christmas special from one of my favorite shows from high school, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. How about you, Lee? Did you watch this show back in the day?
1: I did. I watched a couple episodes here and there when I was on, but it's been a very long time since I've seen it.
0: Same for me. It's probably been... 15 years. I don't think I've, I've watched it since, like, maybe I was a freshman in college.
1: Yeah, same, same here. That sounds, about 15 years sounds about right for me, too.
0: But um, but the show started in the year 2000, and I, I started watching it right around there. And I religiously watched Adult Swim probably from 2000, 2001, all the way up to, like I said, when I was a freshman. Sophomore in college, um, so like 2007, 2008, something like that. All right. Um, but I loved, loved, loved this show. I loved all of those old shows. So I'm excited to go back and rewatch this. And this episode in particular is one of my favorites of the Aquatine Hunger Force episodes. Um, so I'm really stoked. Yeah, me too. Cool. Let me put this thing on and see what we think. All right. My name- And we're back. So we just finished the. I guess Christmas episode <laughs> is the best way to put it. I guess. Season, season one, episode 18, the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. Um, this is the season finale of the first season of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Coming right out of it, I want to say, God damn Damn, did that theme song take me back.
1: It definitely did. I I love that theme song. It's so fun.
0: And, like, before we turned it on, I couldn't remember it for the life of me. <laughs> and, like, as soon as the first bar dropped, I was like, fuck, yup, that's right. There it is.
1: Yeah, that took me back
0: for sure. Now, I want to talk a little bit about it because I think this is kind of cool. The... Artist who made that theme song. His name's Schooly D, and he's an old school '80s rapper. Like, I don't know him, but a lot of people I listen to, like like Ice Cube and uh, and a lot of like those like early '90s, late '80s, like gangster rap dudes, okay. NWA and them, they were inspired by Schooly D.
1: Gotcha. So he
0: was like kind of the inspiration to music that I listen to. Um, he's from Philly.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So Philly guy did the theme song for this show and all the music in the background that you hear that that's all school E.D. Um, and yeah, man, that theme song, it's it's a banger. It's a yeah, straight up banger. Yeah. So super stoked about that. Su-
1: that was super cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now this episode, I mean, it is a Christmas episode. They show Christmas like a flashback to um, Carl's Christmas from the early 70s. And it's the main character is the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future, who tells ridiculously long stories, yeah, uh, and puts everyone to sleep. But the like Including joke, <laughs> yeah, but the joke of the episode is after he gets blood flowing in Carl's house, Carl ends up selling the house. To Glenn fucking Danzing. You
1: yeah, you w- way to not tell me that dancing is in the fu- fucking episode. I mean, come on, like I, I'm co- constantly like posting dancing memes on Facebook and just making fun of him. I mean, how could you not? How could you not mention that?
0: Uh, yeah, I was definitely holding that back until we watched it together. Like, I
1: knew you said you were holding something back, but Danzing, come on now, Danzing.
0: So to go through the production of this show. The creators are Dave Willis and Matt Mielero. They were both what I would say defining voices of Adult Swim. They created this show, obviously, since I just said it, but they also wrote for Space Goes Coast to Coast, the spin off Brack show. Okay. Technically, this is a Space Ghost spin off. Oh. Um, they also worked on C-Lab 2021.
1: Nice. So a
0: lot of those like early shows that you associate with Adult Swim, these guys had a hand in it. Okay. So yeah, I-, I would say these two people in particular were defining voices That's awesome. of Adult Swim. Um, Dave Willis didn't do much before this, but he would go on to create two more major Adult Swim shows. The middle one being Squidbillies, which Okay. I liked but I didn't love. And the current one is Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, which is starring Henry Zebrowski from last podcast on the left. Huh,
1: I have not seen either of those.
0: Yeah, Squidbillies is okay. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is pretty great. I like it a lot. Okay. The other creator, Matt Morellio, Matt Mayellaro, he came to the animation scene from like the horror world. He was the A D on two horror movies, uh Basket Case Three and Hellraiser Three. Okay. And then he came over to Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which which existed before Adult Swim mm-hmm. and then onto all these Adult Swim shows. Um
1: Yeah, Space Ghost was like literally one of my favorite Cartoon Network shows. Like I just love that show.
0: <laughs> I do too. I, I I it's it's funny like when I was working through all of the credits for these people. For this show, I was like, "Man, I want to do that show." That show, I man, definitely, I want to do that yeah, show. Yeah, definitely
1: want to do yeah. Space Ghost because yeah, I just have great memories watching Cartoon Network with my sister or just laughing hysterically at it. Yeah, Space
0: Ghost Coast to Coast is a real good one. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, the cast for this show, Meatwad and Carl, are both voiced by one of the creators, uh, Dave Willis. Okay master shake is voiced by a dude named dana snyder who apparently wasn't really an actor and someone that went to college with with dave willis turned him on to to um to this dana snyder guy and dana snyder would stick with him throughout his career he was one of the main characters on Squidbillies as well um but there was just like a high school friend that that put them together.
1: Oh wow. That's super cool.
0: Yeah, and the last the last actor of the main characters is a uh, Frylock. His name's Carrie Means. And he he was on a, a couple like short run shows, but nothing that I really recognized. Okay. This is kind of the only thing He's really done, but it's, it's interesting because his voice is so recognizable. I would have expected to see him in more things. I wonder if he does other stuff. That's not like TV narration, but maybe like other stuff, but I don't know. His voice is really recognizable. So I was surprised to see that there wasn't a lot there. Um, The ghost of Christmas past from the future is the other creator that's, who voiced that he doesn't voice any main characters but every once in a while they'll bring like rando side characters in, and he often voices okay those. great and then the voice of glenn danzig was,
1: i'm very curious about this one
0: is glenn danzig
1: of course why would it who else would it be you gotta you just gotta have danzig
0: and to move into carl's house in the world of this show yeah he didn't have to move very far because in the world of aqua teen hunger force they live in New Jersey.
1: Of course, fuck New Jersey. <laughs> of course, I wonder if they ran into the Toxic Avenger on the way.
0: Oh man, I hope.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's freaking cool. I just, I, I just, I need to know more about this dancing thing. Like, what kind of conversation did they have? Be like, hey, dancing, would you like to be on the episode, the Christmas episode, and um, would you like to be your cartoon self? Like, I just want to know how that conversation went. Yeah. I, I want to know more. Like, I'm gonna be looking up to see if there's an interview or something out. There's gotta be something out there. Like, how did this conversation go?
0: Yeah, I would definitely be curious to hear how he got roped up into this. I mean, they're doing an episode where the house bleeds and Carl is trying to sell the house. And if you're gonna pick a famous person to buy a bleeding house in New Jersey, I mean Danzig really is the guy. He's pretty perfect. Yeah, it's it, it couldn't have been a better choice. Yeah. But yeah, how? 'Cause he doesn't do a lot of stuff like this. I mean he did that weird movie a couple years ago, but this was also this was two thousand two.
1: Yeah, we, I that movie is still high on my list, but I wanna do it when there's not a pandemic and when we can have friends and commentary it. Like live streaming's cool and whatever, but I I I need to watch a movie with friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that definitely has to be a communal experience. Yeah. Um But yeah, he doesn't really act a whole lot and I don't I don't like I didn't recognize his voice so I don't think he does interviews all that much either. So it was it was very strange yeah. to hear him. So yeah, I do wonder how how that happened. What what those conversations yeah, sounded like. I was like.
1: I was getting the same vibes from him cuz yeah, I don't like as I said like I don't know much of him like as an actor or do, like you don't hear much about him like doing interviews or being out there in the public. Like you don't hear much about him and Yeah. I just I'm like he's he always like dancing just an interesting character I I'm always interested by what he's doing and I mean it's cool to see something like ha- like someone local from New Jersey actually being on a show like this like I don't know I just I need to I need to know more
0: yeah he's he's a weirdo like a certifiable weirdo but I'm I'm here for it
1: yeah same I mean we're all weird like <laughs> of course I'm gonna love the weirdo
0: that's fair. Um, the last production thing I want to talk about was the the animation. This is a William Street production, and they're responsible for i'm gonna say a bunch of things I've said several times throughout this show. They're responsible for Space goes coast to coast. They're responsible nice. for Brack Show um all of like like i said this was a spin off of space ghost brack show was a spin off of space ghost but they also had a hand in all of the early adult swim stuff not nice. all but all of the original adult swim stuff so obviously this like i said brack show c lab 2021 um harvey birdman attorney at law looking at the william street production list that was when I was really like, man, I want to do this show. Man, I want to do that show. Man, I really want to do that show like yeah. there I I we don't do as many after darks as we do the main shows and and I I, I you know, that's intentional. We don't want to turn this into a show all about adult cartoons. Exactly. But I I just I watched so much adult swim when I was in high school and that list really brought me back, and as we work through these and do these episodes here and there, I can promise you, I will be lobbying to do all of those shows. In particular, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, because oh, it's so good. I, I watched and that, and it's so fucking yes, weird. Yes, that yeah.
1: that was a good one.
0: Super great.
1: Yeah, I I will I'll definitely join you for that one for sure. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I have a choice, but um, yeah, that one I I wholly agree with that um but yeah i mean i wanted to talk definitely i wanted to do some focus on the animation because this is kind of the first time i'm out of all the shows we've been doing i've been seeing something that has like that kind of like urbanist artistic realistic animation like Mm -hmm. that's the kind of vibe i was getting it kind of it did remind me about be like being on the in the streets of like new york it kind of reminded me of um but yeah i just wanted to definitely talk more about the animation because I thought I think it's neat and unique too. This is the first time I'm seeing it, but this was like the vibe of all the adult swim shows. So yeah. it's this is the first time I con Yeah, all well, the shows we've watched with Saturday Morning Showdown and Adult Swim. The first time I'm seeing something like
0: this. Yeah, and I'll probably talk more about it when we do, like probably more Space Ghost or um or c Lab 2021. Oh yeah, because. Those shows, they actually, per- those shows existed before the shows that you know. Space Ghost was, I want to say Hanna-Barbera, but I could be wrong. I think you're
1: right on that one, yeah. But
0: yeah, Space Ghost was like a sci-fi superhero show. And they bought the cells, the actual like celluloid cells, and just reanimated them into the talk show. And C-Lab 2021 was C-Lab 2020. Mm-hmm. I think it was 70s, could have been 60s. And then they purchased it and they reused those same animation cells. I think they scanned them and then digitized, but they, because they were buying these old properties and then reworking them into, into these new shows, mm-hmm. they have a very like 60s Hanna-Barbera aesthetic to them. Now, Aqua Team, they obviously didn't do that because there's no way these characters would have, like, where would you have gotten these characters from? Right, like, what right. show would they have been in? So these were obviously originals, but because William Street was already doing a lot of that, you know, reusing 60s animation, it still stylistically looks similar to that. So I think it's really cool that you're, we're seeing this computer-generated... Um. Animated show that looks very much like an old school Hanna Barbera.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's definitely the vibe I'm getting from this.
0: Yeah, but to to just talk about the writing, I like I said several times already. I loved this show when I was in high school. If today was the first time I had ever seen it, I don't know if I would have loved it as much. It's very. Very spastic, very all over the place. Yeah. It's it's a very... Str- I mean, it's abstract humor, which I love. I still think it's very funny. But it's really abstract and very all over the place and sort of hard to follow. Um, but I still I still laughed a lot throughout the episode, For, especially when Glenn came in. That was just perfect. Yeah, I, just lo- I perfect. loved my
1: shit when he came in because, again... I didn't even know, know about this episode. I didn't know this was a thing and that, that made me as a punk rock girl, like super, super happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. Like I enjoyed the show when I watched it, but I don't, I don't think it's something I would turn on now just like, just because it's all over the place. And like, I right now, because it, my life is so busy, I'm dealing with the pandemic. I'm trying to get, keep my life in order and just, to have something to concentrate on and like just to put on, just to pass the time. I'm, I'm not sure it it would be this because just because just does not didn't really keep my attention. Like as he was the Christmas ghost, Curse of course, the past was telling his boring stories. Yeah, I was yeah I was bored.
0: But that was the joke.
1: That and that's funny. Yeah. You that know that funny, that the but... whole
0: point was in later episodes. And this is actually something I quote a lot, despite, particularly to my brother, because me and my brother used to stay up late and watch Adult Swim together. Um, but in, like, later episodes when, when the ghost of Christmas past from the future would come in, someone would say something and he would go, oh, that reminds me of a ridiculously long story yeah. from a thousand years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, like, so, yes, he, he's that guy at a party that you didn't engage with who just starts talking your ear off nonstop that, that's who he is. That is what that character is. So the fact that you were getting bored while w- listening to his story is the point. That That's what they were going oh, for. They, you but got it, yeah. Right. But when, you, when you're a 12-minute episode and that's five of your 12 minutes, it's a little hard. It's, it's a little not, hard yeah. to go through. Although my favorite episode of C-Lab 2021 is the episode where they say, uh-oh, for 13 minutes. So I don't <laughs> know if I'm a good judge here. I'm really not.
1: <laughs> yeah, who knows? But yeah, I also think that it's funny that this is the Christmas episode, but I mean, we don't have, we don't have Christmas songs. We don't have a Christmas tree. We don't have like, we don't have elves and Santa running around or anything like that. Like it was just a flashback to Christmas in the seventies. And that literally made this the Christmas episode.
0: Well, the ghost of Christmas past from the future did tell some stories about the origin of Christmas. And how Santa Claus was an ape who used to make toys out of his own feces and throw them at things. So they he told the origin of Christmas, which to me makes it a Christmas episode.
1: Sure, sure. If that's <laughs> yeah, sure. If that's what you're looking for. But right now, I'm just trying to stay in the holiday spirit, and I I I need my like my sn- like right now it's snowing, and I I need my snow, and I need my Christmas. I'm looking forward to us going on our holiday drive-through tours and seeing lights like. That's this kind of. That's the kind of Christmas spirit I want right now. Not like this is funny, but
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting this to put me in the Christmas mood, but you know,
1: for sure, it was definitely something fun to do. For sure. I mean, what else do we got going on other than this snow now snowed in during the pandemic, and wind, and hopefully we don't lose power anytime soon. I think we're good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I got. I. I'm glad we did this because I I wanted to see this episode. And of all the episodes I'd want to watch, maybe maybe MCP pants. Yeah. Um, but this is one of my favorites from back in the day.
1: Yeah, this was a good one. Um, yeah, dancing, that's all I gotta say.
0: <laughs> well, this is normally the part of the show where Lee plugs. What conventions and Comic-Cons you can come see us at, but as I've said many times over, the world has ended, so we don't have anything going on. Um, It's only a week before Christmas, so I can't even really encourage you to order from our store for Christmas presents, because it it ain't going to get there in time. But, you know, we can tell you where you can find us.
1: Yeah, I mean... Right now, it's snowing, and there's not going to be any more events this year. So, um, yeah, you can find us. Um, we're in a couple of virtual markets. Uh, The Jersey City Audis Market, we're on their uh, virtual market right now. You can go to the Jersey City Audities, uh Facebook group page, and us and a lot of other talented vendors are there. Uh, We are also in the South Street Art Mart. Um, that is southstreetartmart.com. Their store, physical stores, is also open. Um, we're also in that store, um, with a bunch of awesome vendors. Our two really good friends, Nicole and Nicole, run that store. So definitely make sure you go say hi to them. Um, and just make sure you're supporting our sm- small businesses, anything, restaurants, anything going on. I mean, we have one more week till Christmas. Um, you can, if you are interested in anything that we have for Ape Pop Culture Junk dot com is where we have where we sell our items, um. But again, USPS is not very reliable right now. So if you want something and you're local, uh, message us. We'll definitely try to get it to you in some way. But yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I mean, if you want something for Christmas, it might not get there in time. But we again, we're year round store, so it doesn't. You can order anytime. But if you're local, we we can do the curbside pickup thing. So let's, let's make it happen. Let's support each other. Um, support small businesses, support your restaurants. We're all struggling right now. And here's to a better 2021. And I'll turn it over to Don who gives you some more details on how you can support us.
0: Yeah, I would, uh, I would love it if you would rate and review the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. um, also, follow us on the social media. We are at 8 Bit Fusion on Facebook and Instagram. Also, join the Facebook group and talk with us about your favorite shows. Um, the Facebook group is Saturday Morning Showdown. We're going we're gonna to be back next week, the day after Christmas, to talk about our favorite Christmas specials. And um, we'll see you guys then. Peace. See ya.